I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons, your spiritual BFF. I'm a chakra expert and the founder of Chakra Girl Co. and the Glam and Grounded Life membership, where we're just making the world more chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. We're here today with such a lovely guest, you guys, Martha Michelle. She's a poet, author, and actress. She's just like dropping her soul love all over the internet. And I really loved connecting with her on today's show, and you're going to love her as well. Side note, she has really good fashion inspo on IG, so make sure to check her out. We are chatting about so many fabulous things that you're, I mean, you're going to want to check her out for many, many reasons. And she's just really, really inspiring and shares so much of her story and herself. And it's just so fabulous. So we're talking about how to connect to your soul with forgiveness and unconditional love, healing from heartache and learning to trust yourself and find resilience. So, I mean, great topics going into 2020. It's right around the corner peeps. So there's like goals and resolutions happening galore. I've got so many business goals, wellness goals. I mean, outfit goals, all the things, but I feel like resolutions are a little bit different. And I think this year, I mean, I know that this year my resolution is going to be no more gossiping. I know it's hard. I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to give myself a little leeway if it's celebrity related. I mean, I think nice gossiping is fine. Like we're fine with that. But I mean, sometimes if something happens, you know, if you're keeping up with the Kardashians or the housewives, I don't know. It's going to be hard not to pick an opinion, but I'm going to do my best, you guys. And maybe you guys can do the same. No more gossiping, only spreading love. That's what we're here for. And the reason I'm doing this is because I recently had someone gossip about me and it was not cool. So, I mean, I can't be a hypocrite. And I'm just going to see if I can release it, guys. 
going to just love all the celebs. And even when I do, I mean, Hey, doing my chakra analysis for the celebrities is a little bit different because I need to get real, but we're just going to spread love. How about that guys? I want to know your 2020 resolution. Let us know. Let us know on IG. Um, tag us. We just we want to keep it real. We want to hold you accountable. We want to make it happen. We're also going to be doing a seven day meditation challenge, you guys, to have the most zen and glamorous holiday season. So pop over to my IG. I'm going to be promoting it all week this week. We're going to be starting it in. Oh my gosh, what date are we starting it? So we want to make sure that you are like leading up to the holidays feeling so amazing. So we're going to be starting it on December 16th. Monday, December 16th is when it's starting, but you got to sign up now, limited spots available, and we are going to just really do it. I'm going to be giving you guys seven meditations for free. That's my little Christmas gift to you guys. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And we're just going to manifest the best of 2019 and beginning of 2020. 20 with open AF chakras and really make all these glamorous dreams come true. So let's do it. Go sign up, go to find me on IG at chakra girl co and let's do this guys. Okay. Let's get into our chakra tip. I want to talk about accessing your infinite source. So if you've read any Wayne Dyer, you would kind of understand this concept and not just Wayne Dyer, Gabby Bernstein talks about it. All the, you know, all the gurus out there are kind of really talking about this concept that we are all God. Like we all have source energy inside of us and we have like this infinite supply of money, happiness, joy, and we've just kind of clogged it up with past conditioning, you know, societal conditioning and our own limiting thoughts and beliefs. So I want you guys to make a resolution for yourself about releasing that stuff. Like just being so real with yourself. What can I release in order to access that this infinite, infinite source? So this ties into my chakra shout out because there's this book I'm reading called The Abundance Book by John Randolph Price. So it is this tiny little pocketbook and it has a 40 day abundance practice in it as well, where you get a mantra every day about how we're infinite source and how money flows to us freely and how, you know, just knowing that we are infinite source is the biggest step to, you know, accessing infinite source. So I highly suggest the book. It's like $10 on Amazon. We'll link you guys to it. I'm really, really loving it. And I'm just like feeling the godliness and feeling the money lending now. So access your infinite source guys with John Randolph price and the abundance book, not sponsored, but open to it. Okay. We're going to do a celebrity chakra analysis of none other than miss Cardi B. Let me say, I really do pump up the Cardi B when I'm driving. I really, I'm not a great rapper, but I feel like I am sometimes when I'm driving and I just feel like she has really manifested this amazing life, like started from the bottom. Now we hear, and it's really inspiring to see. So let us review her chakras and they're all pretty damn good. Like her root chakra, she stands in her power for sure. She is bringing in the money. She's like just so, so powerful. And just like this 
she just has a very strong, strong presence, very grounded, very, uh, like, I don't know the word firm is coming up for me. (laughs) I feel like she's very firm. Uh, she, her sacral chakra, she has no shame, no guilt. She just owns her past and is just really clearly tapped into her sex energy. She's flaunting it naked on Instagram, no shame in her game. And I'm here for it. Her solar plexus, like obviously is so lit up. She just is like this firecracker. She's a head turner and she just seems to have this infinite energy. Like she's always, always going. Her heart seems quite balanced. Like her and Offset seem to have, I mean, other than that little scandal situation, they seem to have a really good relationship. She's got her little daughter and she just seems to be balanced in the heart. She's got a good balance of feminine masculine energy going on for sure. And then her throat chakra, she speaks her mind. Girl can sing. It's lit. Her third eye chakra. I feel like she had some intuition around that whole Offset cheating scandal and how to deal with it. And I think she dealt with it in a very powerful way way. And her crown chakra, I mean, come on, she does all the manifesting to go from stripper to famous rap artist. Girl is tapped the FN. We love her. Shout out Cardi B. And you guys, let's get into this episode and make sure, make sure, check out Martha on Instagram and then also check me out on Instagram and go sign up for the challenge. Okay, let's get into this episode, guys. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We're here today with such a lovely soul, Martha Michelle. She is a poet, author, and actress. She believes that art and writing are a method of healing, and she does such an amazing job at her writing. Her work is so, so beautiful, moving, and accurate. She's like the elegant voice for the modern woman of today, and she's just so beautiful. I've been stalking her outfits on Instagram as well, so welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you for having me, Amber. So happy to have you. So let's get into our slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual of the moment? Well, I'm very into skincare. Mm -hmm. So I, I always, you know, and that's what I go to do first. You know, it's like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't change. It doesn't matter where I am. I, I usually sometimes apply, you know, a short mask or, um, you know, just moisturize. I just really like clean skin and, and I feel that, that once a day isn't enough. So yes, I hear you. What are your favorite skincare products? I always switch them up because it's, it's good not to have your skin get too used to any particular product, but I, um, I always, uh, believe in good serums like vitamin C serums, like there's a few brands that have really good ones. Um, I, you know, I, there's this one brand that's based out of San Francisco. It's all vegan organic and it's called Coco Kind mm-hmm. Skincare. And they have some really great products and they're really inexpensive too. And um, they have great serums, mm-hmm. vitamin C, um, different oils and, um, really good uh, masks like exfoliating masks um but i also love a good moisturizer i you know i i like some of the dior um products like the prestige line it's really good um but yeah i just switch it up sometimes but it's all about a really good serum 
Yes. It's all about the serum. I totally because it, it, agree. It, it, pen, it penetrates the skin, you know? Yes. Through you the know, dermal so, layer, as they yes, say, there's exactly. scientific terms. <laughs> yeah. You know, the moisturizer is just on the surface. Yeah. But the serum is really, it's doing the work. Getting so, in there. Yeah. Okay. What is your go-to crystal? The uh, rose quartz. Yes, I know. I love, <laughs> I love rose quartz. Yes, I love it. I always joke that rose quartz is the basic bitch of crystals, but it's also my favorite. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, you know, that's the one thing in my life that I always ask for. Love, love, love. Yes. You know? We can never have enough. You enough. You can't. So good. Who's your favorite Kardashian? <laughs> that was so unexpected. Um, <laughs> Very important news. <laughs> you know, I um, I know some of them, <laughs> so, um, but I, you know, I think Kim is really sweet. But I really like Courtney. Mm. I really like Courtney. She's really a fan fave, and I think we've most. She's been like people that we've had on have actually like known her, and they say like in person she's just like. So yeah, she's, I mean, you know, um, Kim is super sweet too, but Courtney, there's something about her that, you know, she's like also, you know, like spiritual and stuff that I yeah. like. Yeah. She's got um, the witchy vibes. Yeah. And, you know, and I connect with people like that. So maybe yeah. that's why I'm drawn to her a little bit more. Love it. Okay. What is a guilty pleasure of yours? Oh, guilty pleasure of mine. Honestly, sometimes when I you know, when I have like no commitments and I just like get to stay home and order food and watch and binge watch the show. That is like, I know that's my guilty pleasure. I like finding a really great show on yes. the streaming service and just like knocking it all out. I'm disgusting. And I did the math yesterday of how many hours of housewives I've watched in the last like six months, 98 hours. Wow. <laughs> like, how is that wow. even human? Wow. <laughs> but if you think about it, that's like, that's like an episode a day. No, that's yeah. not even, that's an episode every other day if it's six months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's not too bad. Yeah. I, um, I'm really into the, the Spanish shows on Netflix. Oh, like you know the show, like the, the soap series. operas. No, 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 the series from Spain. Oh, they are so good. The writing is so good. I, I, I love one called Cable Girls. Oh, and it's and it sucks because it's, you know, they release a season every once a year. Oh yeah. So, you know, and it's like eight episodes or something. It's like it's not fair. It's not fair. I don't like to wait. <laughs> yeah, but okay. that that's like one of my favorite shows right now. Okay. We're going to need to check it out. Hopefully they have subtitles. No, they have it also dubbed. Oh, okay. I don't know if I can do the dubbed. Actually, I I watched one episode like that and it it felt kind of natural. They did a good job. Okay. Yeah. They did a really good job. Okay. We'll have to check it out. Okay. So let's talk about you and all the amazing things that you do. Tell us about your journey of becoming a poet, author, actress, and how did that coincide with your own spiritual journey? Well, you know, when I was six years old, I wrote my first poem for a school project and 
I, ever since then, I used writing as sort of a cathartic therapeutic mechanism Mm -hmm. without even realizing it. I was a a bit of um, more of a timid child and I didn't, um, I I didn't share my, share myself as openly as other kids. So for me, I would just write in my diaries and my journals and it was, um, it was necessary. It was part of me since I was a very young girl. And um, when I became a teen, I started writing more poetry and I, and I really fell in love with poetry. It's, you know, poetry in terms of the artistic, um, my artistic passions, poetry is definitely my first love. Mm -hmm. I would get excited when I would discover a new poet and I would share it with my parents. And I was just so, so in love with words. And, um, then when I, um, when I got a little older, um, I was still in my teens. I, I got, I got into television and I, I grew up in Miami, Florida, and I went on an audition and I got the gig and I kind of entered the world of entertainment that way. And then I decided that I wanted to become an actress when I was in college and taking theater. And I moved to Los Angeles, um, heavily pursued it for, for my, tw- you know, during my twenties. And um, towards the end of my twenties, I think I had been in LA like maybe six years or so. I, throughout my time in, you know, living alone in LA and having my different relationships here, I, um, I always knew I wanted to write a book. I knew I wanted to write a book since I was a little girl. And I dabbled in um, putting like two books together, but I never got them published. And then I went through a really bad breakup and that just really inspired me. Yeah. You're like, I got to get this shit out. (laughs) Yeah. I have to get it out. And it was more, I remember I was so determined because I I, I was not talking to my ex-boyfriend. We had been together for, for a long time, for, for a number of years. And we had a very intense relationship. We lived together. It was a very serious relationship. And and when we broke up, I felt my entire world fall apart. You know, I thought this was the man that I was going to marry. And then I, um, I realized that I had sort of put my own dreams and goals aside because I was just focused on building his dreams. Mm. And uh, I needed to get back to me. And I realized that one of my biggest goals was to publish a book of poetry by the age of 30 at the time I was about to turn 29. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so I have all of this poetry already written. So I'm halfway there. But then I came up with the idea of, of letters of using letters to express how I felt to these men that had inspired me. And that became my first book letters to the men I have loved. Mm -hmm. And, um, I published that self-published and it became a very big success that, you know, it sort of um, inspired me to keep on going. I started building an audience through it and, and yeah, and now I'm on my fourth book comes out in May. 
So exciting. I've been, I've been, I've been in such an amazing journey, I have to say. So I've been cool. very lucky. So good. And we'll definitely talk about the new book. I want to touch on the letters to the men I've loved because first off, what a brilliant idea. And like in this book, you kind of go into details of like, you know, there's, you know, letters about when the love starts. And then there's also letters that you write, like when it's like falling apart. Right. Yeah. So, you know, this, this book is, is really a book about emotions. Yeah. Um, you know, in it, I, I wrote also letters to my my father, my grandfather, my brother, and my nephew, because they're extremely important men in my life. And they also, you know, everything they taught me, the things that I learned from them. I, um, you know, so I, I owed it to them to also express my love for them. Right. Yeah. And, um, but for the boyfriends that I had, um, in my twenties, I wrote them letters and, you know, there was like one that got four letters, one that got two and one yeah. that got one, you know? Um, but, but it was more about your emotions than it, it was, was those specific yeah, men I, you're processing. I, I never said like, you know, who they were, et cetera. Of course. I, um, because at, you know, in the end they didn't make the choice to write a book. I did. Right. And, um, so it was, it was anonymous, but it's because it's in the end, the, the entire point is the emotions that they emoted in me totally. and, you know, whether it was passion or shame or lust or forgiveness, I learned specific emotions from my relationships with these men. And I think we all experience these emotions mm -hmm. in the roller coaster of life. So I, um, it, but you know, through me writing this book, I healed yeah. from this very painful separation. And I realized how strong I was. I love and, that. And I feel that I genuinely became a woman. I, you know, I say this in the, in the preface of the book, you know, you don't, a girl is not born a woman. You're not born a woman. You become a woman. Yeah. And you, you become a woman by the different experiences that we have to go through, that we must live through to learn and to grow and these experiences are are you know it's like the universe giving us a school so true you know to what learn ourselves to learn about other people and what do you think your biggest lesson was about relationships maybe like about how to move forward after it falls apart oh, after a breakup yeah. Well, see, you know, for me, the biggest lesson I've learned throughout, you know, I've learned amazing lessons about, you know, forgiveness and pride and et cetera. But the most important lesson I learned was learning myself. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times people talk about loving yourself, but there is no loving yourself until you know yourself, until you yes. learn yourself. Yeah. And, you know, we spend so much time learning other people that we forget that we should learn ourselves first mm -hmm. and think about it. We, when you meet someone that you're interested in, you want to know everything about them. You want to know what you, you know, even the mundane things like, like what's your favorite color. And then you're in a relationship with this person and you feel that you know them so well 
more than they even know themselves. Mm. That's how I, I, I have felt. Oh yeah, totally. Right. Mm -hmm. So I started asking myself, I, I started doing a lot of soul searching after I went through that really bad breakup. And I started asking myself who I was, because obviously I was a different person than the, than the girl that walked into the relationship that, you know, from the beginning of the relationship to the end, I had changed so much. I had grown so much. So I had to relearn myself and I realized, Hey, I had never really done this work before. Mm. I was just like jumping from relationship to, from relationship to relationship, never really having time for myself. And I really didn't know myself at mm. all. I thought I did, but I really didn't. Do you have like specific like writing prompts? Like if we're wanting to use writing for self-discovery, like what do we write? Do we just write like, who am I? And then see what comes out or like, what you, can that process you know what? look like? I, I, the process, it's really, I always tell people you should, should have a journal and this journal, you know, it, it doesn't have to be seen by anyone else. Cause sometimes I feel some people are afraid of writing because they're like, Oh, what if someone sees it? No, it's your pro your private journal and ask yourself questions, ask yourself questions. And the reason why I say have a journal and write the answers down is so you can then go back and read it. Think about it. When we go to school, we do homework. Why does the teacher give us homework? So we could put into practice what we learned, but then we could, you know, we could physically, you know, read it, you know, yeah. you know, some people are more visual. And also like when you study things, we have to study ourselves. Like we're the most important project and we need to study ourselves. Like if someone, for example, were to ask me right now, um, what's your favorite color? let's say, or, you know, I don't have to think about it. I already know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, when, when if someone asked me like, Oh, what's my favorite city or what's my favorite, whatever. I already know because I already know myself. Some people, because they don't know themselves, they're constantly like aloof and, 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 and not very certain Mm. And, and not assertive of their answers. Yeah. Even if someone says, like, even if someone asks like a deeper question, like what motivates you or like, what are your fears? Then people might be like, I have no fucking idea. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. And I love how, yeah, I love how you're saying it's, time. yeah. And it's not like a one and done. Like you don't just like write it down. I love what you're saying about going back and rereading yeah. it. That's you know, such I a have, good tip. I have my journals from when I was still a teenager. And That's I go back wild. and I reread them and I, you know, and it's like, wow, that was me then, you know, and this is me now, but I, I go back and I'm like, wow, you were just such an interesting person. Yeah. It's like, what <laughs> you the hell are you? All of these things, you know, and so you know, and, and I like, what a great about, way to honor your growth too, to like yeah, and, the shifts and the changes and, and the growth. So, and let me tell you, I, I, um, I really like that girl still. Yeah. I like that girl. Yeah. But you know, now I'm, I'm just more mature and, um, and, and I, and I know myself better. I was a lot more confused back then, Yeah, but, but you know, it's, it's just really important to take the time. I think learning yourself is one of the most important parts of the healing process mm -hmm. after a breakup. Once you learn yourself so well, people can't break you as easily. Because you know who you are. So true. You know, it's like, for example, I, I always say this, you, you know, when 
when sometimes there's verbal abuse in a relationship, the reason why some people stay and they're affected as, as, you know, as often as they are, it's because they are believing whatever they're being told. Mm-hmm. The negativity that they've been told, they are believing it. Yeah. And the reason they're believing is because they don't know who they are. Yeah. Because when you know who you are, you're not going to believe what someone else says about you that's untrue. Yeah. So once we like know who we are, how can we like go back and like forgive those selves, forgive those past things? Like you said, that you can like look back at, you know, a time where you were like younger or immature. Like how do you release any of like the shame or the embarrassment or the guilt that comes along with that and just love her and honor her as she was? Well, I say once you start beginning to learn yourself, the next step is accepting yourself. Mm. You got to accept that it happened. Yeah. You just have to accept it. it. You know, accepting, a lot of times people uh, misconstrue what accepting is. Accepting is not tolerating, you know? Yeah. Accepting is being aware. Yeah, like, you like it happened. Become, I don't approve it, aware. but it, yeah. I don't approve it, yeah, exactly, but it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we want to block certain memories because they're painful, and you know, and I've done that in my life, and um, and then I realized, you know what? I have to accept this happened. I made some mistakes. Hey, it happened. Now, what can I do to become a better person? How can I improve? You know, we all make mistakes. That's part of human growth. But you must accept that it happened, and you must forgive yourself. If mm-hmm. you know you did something. Um, that you feel guilty of or or maybe you did something to someone etc you must accept that it happened like become aware and then you forgive yourself there's so much power in forgiveness mm-hmm. it's you know people sometimes don't realize that sometimes we're held back from blessings because we are incapable of forgiving and the thing is that what 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 um, makes the world go round, really, what everyone has in common is two things, pain and love. Mm-hmm. And when we understand that we all go through painful situations, that we all go through um, painful moments, sometimes it has nothing to do with our choices. Sometimes, you know, we were born in certain environments and, you know, we didn't have the choice. But we will all experience it. It doesn't matter where in the world you are. But we all have the ability to choose love. So the moment we realize that, we also begin to understand that part of love is forgiving. Mm-hmm. You, you cannot say you love people or that you love humanity until you've really learned about what forgiveness is. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm keeping a grudge you know, if I'm holding on to, to a grudge, to anger, to resentment, it's only harming myself. Yeah. And, you know, how can I say that I love if, if, if I'm not willing to let that pain go? Mm, so, so true. It's, it's, it's very important to, you know, you must learn yourself, accept yourself. And, you know, you accept yourself as in like, this is who I am, you know? This is, you know, this is who I am. It's like, for example, 
if I'm dealing with um, learning to love my body, right? Mm -hmm. If I am having issues with that, so many people have um, issues with that, right? They, um, they just begin like a lot of self-hate instead of accepting, hey, I'm not going to grow any taller. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> the what way I, mean? I am. <laughs> I'm always going to have big thighs. It just is. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know what? I, I go through the same thing. You know, the way my body shape is, even when I've been at my skinniest, I've had thighs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I started understanding, okay, this is who you are. So the only thing you can change is like your weight, you know, by the way you eat, you know, are you working out? You know, these things you can change a little, but there's certain things that you cannot change. Mm -hmm. I cannot add more height. I can, you know, I cannot change certain things about myself, you know, even, you know, even if you want to get surgery, there are certain things you cannot change. It's like, it's like, can you change the color of your skin? No, you cannot. No. You know? So if you don't like the color of your skin, you need to work on, you know, accepting that this is who you are and you were wonderfully made and start accepting yourself. Mm -hmm. Once you accept yourself, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to be like, wow, I love myself. Yeah. It's, it's, it takes, you know, we've been conditioned, you know, this um, society, we've been conditioned to see things a certain way, to love things a certain way. It's like beauty, for example. We've been conditioned to believe what beauty is. And, um, and the reality is that we have to unprogram ourselves, mm-hmm. to reprogram ourselves with really positive thoughts and loving thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because if we pay attention, the way society is, we're constantly being told not to love ourselves, that we need a certain product, that we need to look a certain way or, you know, or, you know, dress a certain way, etc., to be loved or to be beautiful or to be accepted. Because in the end, that's what people want. Mm-hmm. They, you know, we want to be accepted because we want love. That right. is like in all, our, all, in all of our DNA. We want love. You look at a child, a child has no idea if their mother is a bad person or not. When that child is a little boy or girl, all they want is their mother's love. Mm -hmm. We were created to want love because we came from love, from a supreme loving energy source. So we must return to that mindset of love 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 you know so it's like and we're not gonna find that love until we until, love ourselves <laughs> until we love ourselves and it's exactly. so cliche but it's so true it's like, all within us it's, it's all yeah. within us so true. Okay, let's take a moment for some real talk here. As much as I love the woo-woo and the self-care, sometimes you really need to find help from a professional. So if you've heard of BetterHelp, it is an online counseling platform where you can connect with professional counselors safely and privately online. You don't have to leave the house. You can stay in your PJs eating ice cream and cuddling your dog and get support of a licensed professional counselor. Like 
I'm so excited about this because no one wants to have to deal with parking, scheduling, unpredictable traffic. I don't know about you, but I seem to just always be late for meetings. So I'm just glad this has become a thing. You can do it at your own pace. You can talk to a counselor on video, phone, and you can even text with your counselor. And they're totally licensed professionals. They specialize in all the things that we need help with, like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and anything you share is totally confidential, obviously. Plus, you don't need to worry about running into anyone in some awkward sitting room conversation. And if you want to switch counselors for any reason, you can do that anytime with no extra charge. And since they specialize in so many different areas, you can take a few for a test drive, see what you like, because there's over 3,000 people to choose from in over 50 states. But BetterHelp is actually available worldwide wide, which is cool. So when you sign up, you can start talking to someone in under 24 hours, but this is not a crisis line guys. You can schedule weekly sessions. That way you're always on top of your mental health and you can just have it all organized and there for you and just doing it from bed. Like how amazing is that? What I love too, is that financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure. It's convenient. It's professional. And I know at the beginning of my journey, I did a lot of counseling and let me tell you, it really helped me release a lot because just being able to talk it out, um, and have people that understand what you're going through. It's just honestly really, really nice. So best of all with BetterHelp, it's a truly affordable option and Chakra Girl listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Chakra. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash Chakra. You're going to simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and you'll get matched with a counselor you'll love today. That's betterhelp.com slash Chakra. I love this so much. So tell us about your new book. Well, my new book, I'm very excited about it, um, titled 18 Inches, mm-hmm. and it is an idea that I first wrote about in Letters to the Men I Have Loved. So I've written four books, two of, um, uh, three are out. First, it was Letters to the Men I Have Loved, then I released a book, a poetry, comp- a poetry compilation, a very short poetry compilation called and it was bilingual, elusive loves. And then I released letters to women like me. So I have pretty much a letters collection. Mm-hmm. So first letters to women I have loved, then letters to women like me. Now 18 Inches is the third final installment of my letters collection. Mm-hmm. And it is an idea that I first wrote about in Letters to Women I Have Loved. It's basically, um, I learned this from my father. I had gone into trouble. I was in my early 20s. I think I was like 23. And I got into trouble and um, he called me and he was, he was pretty upset when he found out. And he started yelling at me, 18 inches, 18 inches, 18 inches. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he tells me, baby, walk your fingers from your heart to your head. The average distance in any human being is... 18 inches. Mm. Every decision you make in your life is based on 18 inches. Either you're making that decision with your heart or you're making it with your head. Which is usually from fear. Yes. So he explained to me that, you know, I had to, I had to be more balanced. Mm. I was too emotional. So I made my decisions based on emotion most of the time. 
And he's like, you know, I know you want to be successful. So you need to start, you know, in, you know, incorporating your head in it. So, um, I, that stuck with me, you know, for such a long time. And, you know, it's, it's really, it's really stayed with me and it's, you know, it's like a reminder of that I need to find that balance. So this next book, 18 Inches, is all about decisions I have made in my life. So it's 18 chapters and each chapter is detailing a decision I made Mm -hmm. and what I learned and the poetry that came with it. That is so magical. So I love this. This concept is so cool. So I am very excited because it's my most vulnerable book. I'm, you know, I'm expressing things there that, you know, my mom doesn't even know yet. (laughs) (laughs) I have to have a little talk with her before the book comes out. And, um, but I felt that it was necessary. I feel my job as an artist is to talk about things and express things, you know, that can help another person's uh, personal growth. Yeah. And I have to also be confident in my personal truths. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people that might not agree with everything I say and that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I could hope that they respect it. You know, yeah. one thing for sure is that I respect my personal truths, you know, and I'm proud of them. I love that. So, so how can we, so if we want to start kind of using our heart and our heads, what are some tips to kind of get out of the emotion of it and use, like, is it like logic that we want to use or is it our intuition? Like what, like, what is like using your well, head mean see, to you? So that's the thing, you know, in the book, I, I, throughout the book, I, I touch a lot on the soul, mm-hmm. the soul, you know, a lot of times people say, Oh, you know, I have this gut feeling, you know, my gut is telling me this. I'm like, your gut is your soul. Yeah. Your true essence that has the, the spiritual connection to the divine, you know, that it's sort of like the psychic in you. Yeah. It's already seen everything. And, and that's what we need to be listening to. So our balance between our heart and our heads, it's really the soul. Mm. I know, love that. It's really the soul. It's the, the connection between the two. Yeah. I say, I say in the book, you know, the, the, my heart will speak for my flesh and my mind will speak for my ego. Mm. But the soul, the soul speaks for everything I need to be for the divine in me. Oh, that is so beautiful. And I feel like that is so true because the soul really does use both. Like it uses the thoughts because it's like, mm-hmm. like quickly, like calculating, like we've been here before, like it kind mm-hmm. of knows it's, it's learned, but then it's also has that feeling. So it's almost like the connection of the, the connection two. of both. Exactly. Mm, that's so magical. I, you know, I, it's like 18 inches, but it's really, the, that's the balance. That's about yeah. and that's one thing that I drove throughout the journey of the 18 inches. I talk a lot about the soul and and you know I, obviously I I'm gonna want for people to read it. I don't wanna I want I don't wanna say everything. But yeah. you're gonna find all the gems you're gonna find in the book. But it is coming from a very vulnerable place, very truthful place, in which I am you know, I'm detailing my own personal growth and 
and how I've evolved as a woman. So magical. You've also done some past life regression stuff. So do you find that there are parallels between past lives that you've lived and where you're at currently? You know, what's interesting is that I am, you know, you know, I grew up uh, not being taught that past lives were real or anything. Yeah. It's still a, in Western culture, like in, in America, it's still one of those topics that it's a little kind of like taboo. Like yeah. There's so many other countries like, you know, Eastern, um, Eastern cultures that are more aware of past lives. And, you know, I think it's because uh, religiously in America and like, you know, Western society, it's been, you know, under the like the Roman Catholic Christian umbrella. Yeah. So, and um, so I didn't really grow up understanding it. And then, I, but I, since I was a very, since I was a little girl, I remember being drawn to certain things that there's no possible way that I could have known about it. Mm. And I realized, this, you know, I, I was born in an island in Dominican Republic. Oh, wow. In the Caribbean. And I would look at my, at one of my grandmothers would visit, um, Europe a lot and she'd bring back magazines so she could have them in her business like you know for for clients to look through and while they were waiting and I was a little girl that I was like I'm telling you like four or five years old and I would skim through these magazines and I'd be so attracted to the furs (laughs) that I'd see in the magazines Mm. and I had never seen one in real life you know and I was just attracted to certain things I felt like that I was part of somewhere else. Like I was obsessed with the French language Mm. and, you know, you know, my mom spoke some French, but that's it, you know? And I was just so obsessed to the point that I, you know, I started studying French at a very early age. And I I remember when I went to Paris for the first time, I felt that I had been there Mm -hmm. and I, you know, I experienced all of these things. I remember when I, when I kissed uh, one of my ex-boyfriends for the very first time, I felt, wow, I've kissed this man before. Mm-hmm. Like it felt so, so it felt like I am just meeting him again. Yeah. And, and it was the scariest thing ever, you know, cause that was the first time I ever felt like that with anyone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, I was so scared. I, but I started really believing in soulmates when he kissed me. And, you know, I, I had all of these experiences and then I was like, you know, I need to do more research on this because I generally, my, my soul is telling me that this is real. Mm-hmm. And I started reading tons of books on it and it just felt so real, so real. And then I did some past life regression. Um, I saw different things like different lives. And it's interesting because in, all of the lives, I feel like it's not about what you're doing in the lifetime, like like what your um, like career is or like what you're what you're drawn to necessarily, because I was different things in all of them. Mm-hmm. But I was pretty spiritual in most of them. Right. So it explains why in this current one I am as well. 
But I do think that the purpose of past life regression therapy is mainly like to sort out different traumas that happened to us in previous lifetimes because our soul holds on to it, holds on to that energy. So we have to clear it to let go of it. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's some cases of some people that they've been even healed from certain pains and, and certain uh, diseases simply because they let go of certain traumas from the from past lives. Mm, yeah, I hundred percent, hundred percent believe that. And I'm and wondering, it, it's like, a, it's just a really great way to like get to know yourself a little bit, totally like, to know your soul better. Hundred percent, understand maybe why you're a certain way with 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 people. Like, for example, I'll give I'll give you guys an example. I grew up with a very loving father very loving grandfather grandparents like i grew up in an extremely loving home family like all of my family they're amazing like i never saw any um any any negative example from any of the men in my family right then but when i was when i started entering serious relationships i had major trust issues with men mm. and i would beat myself up like i just didn't understand why I had no idea why. I had no clue why I had these issues that I couldn't trust. Mm-hmm. And then I started, you know, doing past life regression. And I understood why afterwards, because in some previous lives, I had been um, abandoned by a man I loved right before I passed. So it's like I was carrying these traumas, these emotional traumas. So it's like, regardless of me having been raised this lifetime with men that are amazing examples of great characters, great character, I, um, I, I was dealing with like all of this pride and, and lack of trust in my relationships. Like it was like, and I was harming my relationships because it's like, like, why can I trust this person I love, you know? Mm, yeah. So, I, if- I, so it, it has really helped me personally to, um, to let go of things. Yeah. So how do we like let it go? So it's like we find out. So it's like we, we witness this pattern. We determine that it's like a past life thing. What is your favorite tip for actually releasing it and not letting it continue well, on? The thing is that when you do past life regression therapy, you're going into your past life. So you are seeing yourself in that, in that lifetime. Right. So it's not who you are in this present moment. You don't look the same, but you know, that's you because it's your soul. Yeah. So it's, it's all about becoming aware. Once you see it, you're able to accept it and you forgive yourself and you forgive the other person because you always have to do that. You forgive the other soul that hurt you because that's what it is sometimes. Like we don't forgive. So we hold on to it. Mm. So it's really becoming aware. It's, 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 it's really interesting because it's all the same. It's just becoming aware. We have to live our lives, you know, being more aware of our behavior 
That's so interesting. I feel like I need to run into a past life regression right now. <laughs> I've done like, I've had readings, but I've never done like the actual, like going Therapy, into like, it. Yeah. Hypnosis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I oh mean, it's, it's been amazing. There's actually this app that I found if people want to oh do it. Gosh. There's an app that I've done. I've personally done and it's amazing. It's, you can look it up on the app store. It's, um, it's just a you know past life regression. Oh my Who God. were you? And it's really amazing. It's what does how, what does the app do? Does it like put you into like a meditation or something? Yes. So the app has the meditation, like the same meditation um, that any therapist would give, mm. and it has like the music and it regresses you. You just have to be like you have to do it alone and in a very relaxed time, solitude. Um, yeah, it relaxes you at first. It's really amazing. Honestly, mm, I recommend okay. it. I'm I kind of do it all the time. That. Like when I like when I feel that I that I'm dealing with something that I need to let go, like I analyze myself and I'm like, "Okay, let me let me give this a try." I, I, because you ask yourself every time you regress, you're going in for a specific question. Right. To understand something. You know, like for example, I one time I wanted to understand my soulmate relationship with this ex of mine. I really needed to understand it. You know, I had I had a feeling that I knew that we were we had a very passionate love that maybe has gone through different lifetimes, you know? And but I needed to see it, I needed to understand it for me to fully kind of cut the soul tie, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And it's so interesting. I, you know, indeed. Yeah. We, and I saw exactly like, like where our issues have like stemmed from. Mm. And, but I asked the question, I needed to see who he was, like who we were, like the, our love story. Right. And mm. I saw it and, and it was so emotional because I, I recognized him when I saw him, I recognized him. I started crying, 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 crying. Cause I recognized him and mm. I felt the love, like, Oh my God, it was beautiful. That's so magical. And apparently that's, that's, like... That's, that's the thing about this though. It's like you're being transported because your mind keeps all the memories. It's just yeah. like in the subconscious there. Oh. And, you know, it's like the soul remembers everything. We just like forget. Yeah. So you're being transported back in the, in, you know, and whatever, you know, whatever door you choose to take. But it's it it could be a little um intense for some people because you're gonna see things like you know sometimes it, it could be a beautiful life and sometimes it could be a very hard life yeah so it could be a very sad life like you could cry etc you know yeah so you have to be ready for prepared it for that ready yeah for I know my, apparently my husband and I were married in a past life and I was a part of this like underground witch's coven and he ratted me out and I don't know what happened after that. (laughs) So maybe I need to work on the trust issues. Um, So funny. I'm definitely going to go into that. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and I feel that, like, I feel like there's times where I, it's like, I don't, like believe him with certain things. I'm like, he's never lied to me before. So why do I not believe that? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I love that. And I'm downloading the app. Okay. Let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about the last meltdown that we had and the last thing that we manifested. So I can go first, but I've really been working on self-forgiveness, which is funny that we're talking about that today. Um, but I like made like a silly mistake, like, you know, just like a mistake that as people do with work. And I found, I literally said, oh my God, I'm such a fucking idiot. And then I realized that I said, I was like, I would never, even as a joke, like say that to anyone that I loved. So like, where does that come from? Like, why am I saying that? So yeah, I've been like really journaling on like honoring myself, trusting myself and finding that unconditional love, like about like similar to what we were talking about today, because sometimes our just nasty inner voice just comes out and you're like, whoa, where did that Mm -hmm. come from? Yeah. I mean, we all have that. We just have to, it's good that you stopped it immediately. Yeah. I always say that, you know, a lot of times that's how depression starts. Yeah. Let one negative thought build. Yeah. It just ruminates and like goes Mm -hmm. on to another one and snowballs. But for my manifestation, as I've been really focusing on treating myself the way that I want to be treated, I've actually just manifested some really amazing new clients and all these like business opportunities are like flooding in. And I definitely correlate the two of them. And I always talk about that, you know, when people, you know, I have clients or whoever will come to me and be like, how do I manifest a relationship? And I just always say like, you have to treat yourself the way you want to be treated. Like no matter how how cliche that is. Like if you want to be honored, supported, appreciated, write down those words every single day and treat yourself that way every single day intentionally. And yeah, I mean, it's just been really, really, really just like really a lot of inward reflection that I can see the manifestations that have come out of me doing that work. Okay. Yeah. I'm here. Here I am trying to think of what has been a recent meltdown that I've had. And I cannot think of a melt. I mean, mm, oh, probably, you know, my meltdowns are always work-related to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like all my meltdowns are work-related. Like, you know, like, I think it was like, maybe I was a little disappointed that my book got pushed to May. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to come out in February. And, you know, but I... I, you know, I was like, I I didn't take it that badly. I was like, you know what? There's a purpose behind that. Yes. I know. It's all about the bounce back time. Like it's like you get, it's like it gets, it's like when you first hear it, you're like, oh, I was like, and then you're like, okay, well, I think that's, that's probably because you've done. Oh, sorry. I was so sad. sad. Yeah. I was like, no. Cause you know, it's like, I finished the book in January. It's like, I'm already like ready for it to come out but I um but I think that that was like one day that I was like no Mm -hmm. but then I started seeing the the pros about that I was like okay now I have more time to promote it and more time to do really cool exciting stuff for the release and yeah so I started you know I kind of turned it around and I started seeing the the positives yes um the manifestation I am constantly manifesting love in my life. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I, you know, I'm like ready to, to, um, to meet, you know, the person that I'm supposed to like, you know, have like this next great love with. 
Yes, he's yeah. landing now. Yeah, so like that, I just like, you know, I think of it and I smile of how it's going to make me feel. Like right now I'm smiling. I love it. Have you done like a past life regression to the point where you've like, like trying to like go back to the point where you met like your best love and like what you were doing and how it came? You know what? I, um, I've done several past life regression and I've seen already like, you know, different loves that I've already had. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of like two of my most important ones. Like one was my son in the previous mm-hmm. life. And another one was like this like super intense lover, you know? Um, and then I did one that I feel I haven't met him yet. Mm. And I think this could be possibly my husband. Yay. You know? Well, you need to keep it, us it updated. Felt, it felt so good. It felt so safe, you know? And Aww. yeah. I love so it. I look, I look forward to encountering that soul. Oh, so amazing. This has been so beautiful. You're just like, I don't know. I could just hear you talk all day. I just love your oh, voice. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, so tell everyone where can we find you online and where can we buy your books? So I use Instagram to connect with people and it's at Mirtha Michelle. It's spelled M-I-R-T-H-A. Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. And um, my books are available in America. They're available at Barnes and Noble stores. Uh, You know, and online you can get them Amazon, Books a Million, um, Book Depository, internationally. I mean, there's like, you just like, you just do like a quick Google there's also like if you go to my website, MirthaMichelle.com, um, I have some links of where to purchase the books. Amazing! Oh my gosh! Well, in Ca- in Canada, you guys have what chapters, right? Yeah, Indigo. Yeah, Indigo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, on all those uh, retailers. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Martha. This has been so lovely. Everyone, please go check her out. Check out the books, and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.